Hey, welcome everybody. Uh, December 22nd, 2011. Um, Merry Christmas to everyone early. We got uh, Jason and myself on. We figured we'd do a call tonight because we saw some activity on my page and um, I had a few requests because of that activity. Maybe we could do a future call. So you know what? You got your wish. We're going to do what I would call Genealogy 101 tonight with what I think is probably the best resource, I think, in Team Beachbody, uh, Jason Diebold. And we're very lucky to have him as an expert in this, really, for Team Beachbody, because he gets consulted by not just um, members of our own Team Liberty and Team Sparty family, but he gets consulted uh, often by his upline. He gets consulted by other crossline teams. Uh, corporate has asked him a lot of questions, and he's really been very helpful. I know, really helping me with my business, Barbie with hers. So he's he's really good with the genealogy aspect. So we we'd probably have a good discussion on that tonight because a lot of you guys really need to know how to effectively place coaches. You know, there's obviously a good science to it, which Jason's going to talk about tonight. But there's also a little bit of luck involved in it too, and I know Jason will agree with that. Um, but for the most part, there is really a good philosophy behind it. So with that being said, I'm going to make, I want to ask you guys to make sure you're logged in to either Team Liberty or Team Sparty's page. I just created an album in Team Sparty called Puck's Call, and you should see it up near the top of the page. It's got all five pictures, and Jason's going to refer to, when needed, the picture he's talking about. So with that being said, Jason, you ready to go, buddy? Yeah, yeah. It's all yours. Okay, yeah, awesome. Um, I'm excited. And do we start the recording already? Recording is going. We are we are being recorded. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to get this done on paper. Um, where did it first come up? I'm not sure. I had to give a presentation for it somewhere. Oh no, in Dallas. Um, you know, for one of the weekly meetings, and so I threw something together. And then most recently, last weekend, um, Alicia invited me in to give the genealogy training to. The entire sales staff was Jeremy Red, um, Arnold, Alicia, and a couple other folks there. Because, you know, they're new to this business and they don't really understand our comp plan um, maybe as thoroughly as they should because they're off in different MLMs. Um, but, yeah, as Jeff, Jeff um, kind of attributed, like, I, Barbie is a great leader and she's built a great business, but if it was to do with... Um, her knowledge of the genealogy, like, it wouldn't be half the business it was. When I met her, she was Ruby, and just, I've helped her with this sort of uh, administrative type task all throughout the way, so I've helped her to build in the most pos positive way. So um, with that being said, <clears throat> um, a couple of things that I want to have to bat, and I, and I want this to be interactive conversation. I'm, I'm online on Facebook, and like Jeff said, we've got some pictures that I'm going to refer to on Team Liberty, and Jeff's already copied those to Team Sparty. But if you want to uh, pause me or interrupt me, just go ahead and text me a question on Facebook, and I'll see those pop up, and then I can try to interpret that into the conversation. Because if I just go off um, on my own, like it could get somewhere that nobody wants to be. So if if you need to ask a particular question, go ahead and interrupt, and then don't feel uh, hurt. Like if I say I'm going to put that question off at the end, because I'm going to cover it later. But um, I definitely want to cover all those questions and make an interactive call. And as long as you're not having a lot of feedback, I don't mind if you are even unmute 
your phone and uh, ask some questions. As soon as you notice feedback, then turn it back on mute. So, like that. <laughs> um, so first of all, why is uh, genealogy important? And now, right off the bat, I'm going to refer you to the first picture. And um, I've entitled that in the comment section, sample check. So if everybody can see that, or if not, I'll kind of go through the numbers. But this is like one of the highest checks I've ever had in the, in the teacher body. It's, it's only for one of my coaching centers. Um, and But the important thing is just look through how it breaks down. You know, there's several different ways to make money. I think eight or ten now within this business. But the individual uh, weekly checks are broken down into one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine categories. So if you look at the bottom four categories, fast start bonuses and showcase pack bonuses, um, of those total, you know, I've been doing this business for five years now. I've only made $5 in the bottom four. You know, that has a lot to do with people selling the fast starts and the showcase, but, you know, it's not something that I can control a lot unless I'm directly selling a lot of commissions through those individual packages. Now, the next thing to notice, now let's start from sort of the bottom up to top down, is the retail commission. So this was a really good week. This was one of the weeks that we had the P90X2 sales for the first two weeks. And so the commissions were pretty high. So, you know, I, I, I felt $500 or 422 is a pretty high number for commissions. And when you first start this business, the way that you make money um, is through commission. You're not going to make a ton of residual money right off the bat. You're focused on retail commissions. And, and right now, the Team Beachbody Challenge is a great way to do that. Uh, before we get too far into this conversation, what I'd like to say is the Team Beachbody Challenge, and especially Tommy's five-step method, um, is the new model for this business. Because as you move into the business right off the bat, you're going to make commissions, you know, from day one. Um, you do you start a challenge group with five people, you're going to make three hundred fifty dollars your first month, you know, and that you get paid before the challenge group even starts because they have to get their product ahead of time. Um, using Tommy's five-step method, and I've only tried it for twenty-four hours. I invited 64 people in step one. I've already had 10 responses in step two, seven responses in step three, three responses in step four, and, and two people have committed in step five already. And that is in less than 24 hours. So I don't want to hear from anybody on this call that this process doesn't work. It's simple cut and paste. This is the new model for the business. So get used to this model or, you know, decide that you don't want the success that you, you have potential of. So retail commissions are how you make money right off the bat. The next thing in this commission check is subscriptions. So whenever you sell a club membership, when the, the customer pays $40 a quarter, you make $20 of that. So in this particular check, I only had one of those for $19. Um, let's skip team bonus for a second. And the next thing to notice is matching bonus. Now, this is the second highest number of this particular check. And uh, as a Ruby, you make 5% commission off of the cycle bonuses or the team bonuses of the PS coaches that you've sponsored. Um, so in this case, my matching bonus, you know, includes, you know, my second center, my dad who does really well, um, people like Jeff and Christina and other people that are doing really well in the cycle bonuses. So over time, your matching bonuses will grow, like I said, 5% as a ruby, 10% as a diamond. So that will initially, after a while, become a large portion. And I think something you should focus on in the long term. But in the short term, it's not something you can really control. So when you look through all these numbers, after a little little while in this business, so if you if you look at all these numbers, and after a little while in this business, by far the best way to make the most amount of money in this business 
Awesome. So the new person just joined the call. They're getting a lot of feedback. So maybe yeah, I think everybody, if you guys could hit mute just until you have a question. We're getting some feedback back there. So everybody hit mute. And when you do have a question, just unmute yourself and ask away. Yeah, or like I said, again, just text me on Facebook because I have that open. I'm looking. Um, so by far the way that you make the most money long-term in residual money is team bonuses, cycle bonuses. So when you look at that, that all has to do with how you build your genealogy. So the first thing I want to point off the bat is that's the way to make long-term money in this company. Now, the second thing I want to point off is where do you go to get training on genealogy? Um, I've been to every coach summit. There's only been, ever been one breakout group that talked about genealogy. And, um, you know, Jeff, you know, puts me on a high pedestal by saying that I'm one of the best people in the company for, for doing this business. I take pride in that. I think I'm really good at it. But one of the reasons I'm good is, one of the reasons that I'm pretty good at it is I talk to people that I feel are awesome at it too. And the only two or three other people that I really know are Doug Fitzgerald and uh, Pete Pena are, are really good at doing this. And I, and I wouldn't say Pete Pena more so than Doug. So every time I'm at Summit, those are the guys that I talk to try to learn more and more and more about this. Um, right on. So now number one is why is it important to learn it? Because that's the, the way you make the most amount of money long-term residuals. Number two, where do you go to learn it? Well, basically, there's only two people in the company that can go to do it. You look at the Getting Started Right or 90 Days to Diamond or um, you know all these individual tools. The most that you're ever going to hear uh, taught from corporate is how to get to Emerald. You know, and that's that's a pretty simple, basic thing, which we will talk about today. That's that's the most basic level of this. Um, so with that being said, what does Team Beachbody want you to do to learn genealogy? And the thing that they want you to do really is talk to your upline because if you were to go to Tracy Moore and get you know, information from her to how to build your genealogy, in theory it might not be the same as what your upline would tell you and they don't want you know, people to get confused and messed up by that. So they say go to your upline. So this is one of the reasons that you know, I want to talk, number one, to you all and then post different videos online so that other coaches who are, who are kind of lost in the race can come and look at it. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, so number the next thing I want to talk about is, okay, so why did I become good at this? And this actually helps us refer to uh, picture number one. This is actually my initial team. So everybody who joins Team Beachbody, you know, basically starts their own pyramid. You know, it's not a pyramid scheme, but the way that your MLM is, is built does look like a pyramid. So when I first started, you know, the very top of my business obviously is my name and not the six-star diamond. This is picture number one online. And uh, right off the back, I had this stranger come into my downline. He's not my PS coach, notice, because it doesn't have the PS next to it. But that's Mike French. Um, and then on the left side, I do have Travis Dupree, who is my PS coach. But I very quickly realized that if, if there was lots of money to be made in this company by doing cycle bonuses, and I had a guy on my team who was doing a lot of volume. And at the time, you know, the volume might have been 100 or 200 or 300 a week. And, and that was happening with Mike French and his team. And I quickly realized that if I want to do a lot of these cycle bonuses, all I have to do is maximize the amount of sales and team volume, TV, not personal volume, TV, but TV in my week life. And so that's really been my number one goal over the course of the last five years is to maximize the um, volume in the week leg. 
and it just seemed like as soon as I did some volume in the weak leg, Mike just did, you know, another tenfold more. So it started out, you know, like a hundred and nothing, and then like, you know, five hundred and a hundred, and then like a thousand and two hundred. Just seemed like I could never kept keep up. But in essence, that's a great problem to have because it's a great incentive to build your weak leg. So that's one of the reasons that I, I feel that I've become good at this, and also because my background is in engineering style and very analytical thinking that. You know, I can I can understand how this works pretty easily. So the first point that I really want to make now is um, how should you build your genealogy? And the first thing I want to say is always build your two outside legs. So um, I have an example of this really in picture number four. Picture number four shows my force center. And uh, when we're talking about this, your business is shaped like a pyramid. All I ever want you to do is build the two outside walls of your pyramid. Um, so initially when you're trying to get emerald, right, you're going to put one coach in the left, one coach in the right. And then after that, um, you just put those coaches on the diagonal outside, ex extreme outside um, placement positions. So if you look at the picture number four, there's two yellow um, positions available. I personally will never fill those positions. Now, those positions may get filled by the other two individuals beneath me, Neil and uh, Tracy, if they build their two outside legs, but individually, I'll never put people there. All right. Now, what's going to happen now is one of these legs is going to become stronger than the other. That's the way that, you know, I've designed this because that's the way it was done to me. I really feel the gift with Mike and all the folks in his uh, downline on the one leg that created this huge opportunity for me to build the other leg. So between Jeff and myself and Heather and all the other diamond uh, leaders on the team, we've taught this to each other of how to build this business. So what we're going to do is we're only going to build our two outside legs. In doing that, we're going to help build one of your two legs. And in doing that, you're going to get a strong leg. Now, let's say that for whatever reason, you've got a weird position, somebody didn't follow rules, and you're in one of these weird inside legs, you've never seen anybody given to you. Well, as soon as you sign up two coaches, one leg is going to become stronger than the other. So everybody will have and develop a strong leg. It could change from time to time, and when it does, you just go back and apply these same rules to the, to the new placement. So one leg will become strong. With that being said, um, now you know, your goal is to get your first two coaches, and beyond that, what you want to do is as soon as you can identify the strong leg and weak leg, you want to put the coaches that you're going to sign up that you think are going to be strong in your weak leg. And then any coaches that you sign up that you feel, um, you know, might stay active, but they're not going to be the strongest coaches in terms of sales and recruiting as some of the other ones, you put those coaches in your strong leg. Now, um, this is one of the things Jeff alluded to earlier is that there's, there's quite a bit of luck involved in this because, you know, how do I know if a coach is going to be strong or weak? A lot of times the big talkers end up being little doers, um, and little doers sometimes will surprise you and do really good. Well, the truth is, is you're going to be right about half the time, you know, 50 50 error. But I do want everybody to make a conscious guess at this because let's say I was to sign up Arnold Schwarzenegger tomorrow. You know, I'm going to guess that he's going to become a good coach, you know, maybe you know, it in California. He's got all this political power. He's got a great fitness background. There's a, there's a good guess that he's going to be a good coach. And if that's true, he's going to be doing a ton of volume. I want to put him on my um, on my weak leg. Now, um, this is where I would like some interaction. So anybody who's online, now why would you want to put a strong coach in your weak leg? Because you have to work harder on your weak leg, Jason. Right? 
Well, that's Jeff. And what Jeff's saying is you need to work harder in your week life. Well, why is that important? We've, we've already identified that the number one way to make money long-term in this business is cycle bonuses. How do the cycle bonuses work? You have to sell 200 PV in one leg and, and 100 PV in the other leg. And Jessica chimed in, too. The max is your cycle bonus. Exactly. So the cycle bonuses are 201 leg, 100 in the other leg. That's the two-to-one ratio. Now, in that two-to-one ratio, if we build a strong leg for you or if you have a strong leg developing, that's the leg that's going to do the 200s over and over and over again. So every time you can sell 100 PV on your weak leg, you're going to make a bonus. Those bonuses range from 14 to 16 to $18, depending on if you're emerald, ruby, or diamond. So you want to maximize the most amount of bonuses you can get. So every time I know that I'm going to get like a Shakeology Home Direct and I, and I feel like it's going to be a stronger coach, I keep putting it on that weak leg because that means I'm going to get an extra bonus every time that Shakeology goes through. And especially in a Home Direct order, you know, that's going to happen once every month. So with that being said, that's why we're putting strong coaches the weak leg, weak coaches the, weak coaches the strong leg. Um, exactly. You're, you're going to be right half the time, but try to do your best guess on that. Now with that being said, if you follow these rules up to this point, your, your goal is to get to Emerald. You've been putting your strongest coaches on your weak side, your weakest coaches on your strong side. You're only putting coaches in the two outside legs. I'm going to assume at this point you've got two coaches. So now you're already Emerald. So what's your next goal beyond getting beyond uh, Emerald? And I think the next thing that you want to design your business to do is build the diamond. Now, Ruby is a, is a great step. You know, by going to Ruby, you actually get um, increased dollars for every cycle bonus, but it goes from fourteen to sixteen dollars. Only two extra dollars per cycle bonus, so it's not a huge step. Diamond now, if you get to diamond, you're gonna go up from fourteen to eighteen dollars per cycle bonuses. And also you get the opportunity to start earning coaching uh, leads. So if you're a diamond coach home direct every month, you're in the pool of, of folks that will get assigned uh, free coaches from Team Beachbody. Now I've got four different centers and I see that happen about once a month between all those centers. So probably once every four months you're going to get one coach. Now that's not huge, it's not going to change your business, but it is a benefit that you want to get. So with that being said, you're going to try to build the diamond. With that as your goal, what you want to do is accumulate four coaches in each leg. Now with that being said, the four, the four coaches that you can find that you feel are going to be the strongest, put them on, on the weak leg. Now if you have a coach that in this process of signing up the first four, you know, and if I had a choice, I'd sign up all four coaches as soon as I can in my weak leg that's going to start generating revenue, that's going to start getting these cycle bonuses. Um, but let's say one of those four coaches is just, you know, it's like somebody that's not going to do the business. Say it's my grandma or somebody. I know she's not going to do it. She's just doing it to buy Shakeology every once in a while. I'm going to take her and I'm going to put her in the strong leg because I know she's not going to be a weak coach. Whichever way you do this now, you want to accumulate four coaches in, in each leg. Try to build up your weakest leg first. And now you're going to have a total of eight, eight coaches. With that being said, you've got eight coaches, which is enough to be diamond. And your next goal is to try to get an emerald built on each side of your organization. Um, well, you've already become emerald, so you know how to do it. And, and you know, Larry Zimber used to say, once you, a great way to build a business is just become an emerald building factory. So you've done it. You know what it takes. Put um, two coaches, one on each side. You know, if you've got a spouse or a friend or a partner or a sister or a daughter or a mother, um, you know, whichever, that can be one of your coaches. And then you only really want to have to find another, one other coach, you know, anywhere in, in the country. 
and the outlying states that that would make you emeralds. So it's pretty easy to do. With that being said, I've got eight coaches now, and I want to build two emeralds. If I'm struggling to do that, a great way to do it is to run a contest. There are actually two contests, one on each, one on each leg. So you write an email to your four, maybe it's five or six coaches on each side now, and you say, hey, the first coach that can get to emerald, I'll give an award to. So maybe it's like a team jacket, or better yet, maybe it's a cash prize of about $80. Because if you think about it, what is $80 um, enough to do? It's actually enough to sign up two coaches. So if, if the, di- the person that's trying to go diamond offers coaches on each leg, the first one, $80, somebody's going to realize, well, that's enough for me to actually pay for my mom and my grandma to sign up. That'll make me emerald. Now, when this business first started, it made financial sense to do that right off the bat. You would be paying less to put those people in the business than you're going to start making from all the coaches leads and stuff. And I still think that's the case. It's really maybe not quite as possible as it used to be because we don't get as many leads per week anymore, but it's still a great opportunity. And as soon as you do that, you're going to start getting free customers from Team Beachbody Every time they purchase a product in the future, you're going to make commissions out of it. So I think it makes sense to do that, and especially with this $80 or $100 incentive that you can give to get an emerald on each side. Now, as soon as somebody gets, this, gets that idea and they go for that contest, you know, which is one of the reasons I became number in the first place, my coach here in Mathis offered like a little contest like that, and I won it. Um, so now you're going to have an emerald on each side, and now you're dying. So that's awesome. Now, at this point, especially when I'm trying to build these two emeralds, I always am asked the question, you know, if I'm a good recruiter and I'm trying to build a diamond, trying to get these two emeralds, should I give away my coaches to somebody on my team? No, I've had to answer this question to people at corporate and stuff, too. And, uh, you know, corporate has the opinion that that's morally wrong to do so. If you look at the rules and stuff, it would be really hard determine like if I gave away somebody or not because we have a friend that wants to sign up and just say well sign up under Joe instead of me and then you're giving away a coach. So I can't choose morally to do it or not to do it. I would actually discourage it. Um, people can get stranded on the inside and then you don't help them build a business. But what I will say is that if you are ever doing business, uh, what you want to do is never again, give away a coach that you are potentially going to sign to somebody on their weak leg. Now, if your goal is to build your two outside legs and you're going to put your next coach there anyway, um, it would make sense for me potentially to give Jeff a coach as long as that was in his strong leg, which was one of my two outside legs. So I guess if you're looking at picture number four, if I'm building the two outside legs there with, you know, Neil, Tracy, uh, Ronald, and Jennifer, if I was going to put the next coach to the left of Jennifer, it doesn't matter if I sponsor it, if I sponsor that coach or if Jennifer does, um, per se. So if if you're going to give away coaches, I insist that you give it away in, in those in your outside leg, not somebody's inside leg. I just think that's a really really great tip to follow. Okay, so now you're diamond, right? You 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 build up two emeralds, you get your four coaches, now you're diamond. So now you're diamond. Uh, What's, what's your goals now? Well, your goals are still pretty much the same. You want to maximize your cycle bonuses, which means you want to maximize your team volume, TV, and your weak leg. Not PV. And sometimes people get confused with the terms PV and TV. PV is personal volume. So that means the volume that you sell. 
if if you're looking at the volume that you sell and, and you're the top of your own triangle, which one of the two sides is that volume going to go on? And uh, I'd love feedback here, so somebody wants to text us yeah. off. And... Go ahead, somebody suggest. Okay. Well, the the trick is, is that because you're at the top of your pyramid, it can't go in either one side or the other. So that volume actually doesn't count towards your TV, which doesn't count towards your cycle bonuses at all. So every time that you personally sell at Shakeology, yes, you make the $30 commission, but that volume doesn't go anywhere in your organization in order to earn you a cycle bonus. And that's, that's one of the reasons that um, new coaches aren't as profitable as potentially they could be. So with that being said, your goal is to maximize your cycle bonuses, get your team volume and your weak legs to go up. And in order to do that, you basically want to keep putting coaches in your weak legs. So if you look at my first CBC, and I don't have a picture of this, but um, the way that I've built the business, especially in my first center, is um, I have a ton of coaches, like, in my weak legs. My strong coaches, basically, I only have enough there that I needed to get the diamond. And you want to put a couple extra coaches over there for padding. But after that, um, the majority of the coaches are going to continue to put in your weak leg in order to match, maximize your volume. So, actually, I'm here. Uh, real quick, I can take a picture of that. Does that make sense? Is there any questions so far while I'm uh, kind of posting up this new picture? Guys, you got any questions about anything he said? Weak leg, strong leg, PV, TV. Um, Has anybody's eyes glossed over yet? What's going on? Give me some feedback. I love talking genealogy. It just gets me more ideas, but you know, that's just me. All right, so I just posted a new picture in Team Liberty, and it shows you the amount of coaches that I have on my left leg is a quarter, a quarter in, in opposition to the number of coaches I have on my right leg. You look, the right leg is very small because that's the leg with Mike French where all my fires build up. Now, if I've got a great fire building over there, I'm not going to go outside and waste all my gasoline pouring out on a fire that's already, already burning out of control. I'm going to put all the gas on the weak leg in order to make that fire build stronger. Right here. Right here. All right, so uh, somebody else wanted to post that picture. In. Yeah, I'm already posting got... it right now. Give me a second, guys. So now the best way to build your weak sure leg. Can anybody else come with up with any ideas of how best to build your weak leg besides putting more coaches over it? Make sure they're all on home direct, Shakeology home direct. That's great. Make sure they're all on home direct. But, you know, whenever I sign a new coach, you know, with the exception of several coaches that are on the call, I never know how great they're going to do, right? You never know. But the one person that you could have a lot of confidence on, um, there's another answer, is to mentor the other coaches to get more sales. Well, yeah, that's part of what we're trying to do now. That's part of why we have the leadership calls. But the one person I have extreme confidence in building this business strongly is myself. So the best way to maximize the volume in your weak leg is to get to two-star. Because at two-star, this is by far the best opportunity in the company. When you get to two-star, you can open up a second center, and now you, you have the opportunity to put that second center in your weak leg, and then you can make a cycle and a bonus at the same time. So that's our goal is to get to two-star. Now, um, if you guys notice, let me just interrupt. If you guys look at that new picture that I just posted in Team Sparty and Team Liberty, you got Jason's left leg, which is obviously um, 
you know, it wasn't left and right leg. You got Jason's Debold's name in there twice. That's what he's talking about. He put his additional centers on that side. You notice his name in there two times. Right. Um, you know, because I signed up Jeff, and I have great hope for Jeff, and Jeff has become a great coach. But initially, like, I have no faith as to what he can do. I, I don't know that. But I know that if I sign up myself again, I have a really good estimate of how much business I can do. And so you effectively can become one of, if not the most, successful coach in, in your own weak leg. So getting the second, getting your two-star and opening up your second CBC is, should be really everybody's you know, secondary or tritary goal as soon as they start this business. Get so for those of you listening, for, for those of you listening, just a quiz. When you guys get to the point where you're opening your second center and you're all on this call, you're engaged, you're plugging in, that's going to be in your future. When you're, on, when you're at that point where you're getting ready to open your second center, where are you going to put it, in your strong leg or your weak leg? This is for you guys to answer. Yeah. Weak leg. Weak. A lot of people are saying weak. I've got two or three responses on Facebook that says weak leg. Uh, how do you open a second center? Okay, so that's a great question. Um, weak is correct, and Jason's now going to explain how you open one. Right, right, right. So how do you get to open a second center? Well, Wait, the, way that right the way that you're awarded a second Aww. center is if you can build your first center to two stars. So, you know, we've, we've talked already about, about what it takes to get the emerald and the diamond. To get to two-star, you basically just have to build one diamond in each leg. Now, let's say I have Jeff on my team, and I signed up Jeff. So when Jeff gets the diamond, I become a one-star coach. Now, let's say Jeff signed up Rob, so cool. if Rob becomes hey, a Lily, diamond. Hey, on the vacuum, okay? Make sure you hit mute. We're hearing some background noise, guys. So when Rob becomes a diamond, because he signed up under Jeff, Jeff has the opportunity to become a one-star. But that doesn't make me a two-star because I don't get credit for the people that I didn't sign up. So your goal now is to sign up one coach that's going to become a diamond in each leg. So how do you get to two-star? And this is, you know, going to be one of our most important questions here. The trick of this is, you know, and, and my goal is just so everybody knows, my goal in this business is to start a new CBC every year. You know, I've been in this business for five years, um, and I'm really close to being a one-star in my fourth center. Um, I'm working, I'll be starting my fifth year in May. So I'm really on track for that. You, at right now, the comp plan allows you to have up to 25 centers. And I can even talk about why that's important um, later on in the call. But that's my goal. So I think that should become one of your goals, too, is every year build up a, another two-star center, which means you can open up a new CBC. So how do you do this? Well, up until this point, you've been building your weak leg. So every new coach that comes into your business that you feel has great potential, where are they going to go? Strong leg or weak leg? They're going to go into your weak leg because you want to maximize the potential over there. So in doing so, the chances are you've had one coach that comes into your weak leg that is a potential builder, you know, has really gets what this business is about. You know, they're the ones that have built to emerald maybe because you've helped them or you've motivated them to a contest. But out of those emeralds, there's going to be a few people that rise from the top of the top of the barrel. Now, now comes a really important rule: 20% of this people of the people in this business are going to do 80% of the work for you. And as soon as you see these people take off past emeralds, those are your 20%. 
Those are the people that are going to build this business for you. Those are the people that if they call in the middle of the dinner, you, you consider putting down your fork and pick up that call because they're the ones that are doing the, doing the work. You know, some of the other coaches on your team and, and, you know, when everybody's starting this business, they have ample time to talk to every coach as much as they want. But as the business gets bigger and bigger and bigger, um, you can see in my first center that if, if I spend an hour with every one of those people, you know, I'd quickly get to 40 hours a week. Um, so it just, it really doesn't happen. But we do spend the time with the people that are doing the most business. So as soon as your people get past them, those are the people that you need to spend your time with. So now hopefully one of those people in the weak leg, because you've got your best people over there, have built up to um, past emeralds. Now you just became diamond, right? So now you're going to teach them exactly what you learned in order to become diamond. You get four people on each side, but the strongest people on the weak leg, but the weakest people in the strong leg have a little contest that encourages one person on each side to get the emerald. Lo and behold, this person pretty naturally and organically has built itself up to diamond. Now you're a one star. What are the advantages of becoming one star? The advantages of becoming one star is that your weekly income and cycle bonuses now can, instead of becoming only 2000 a week, can go up to 3000 a week. Now, the number of people in this business that are earning $3,000 a week in cycle bonuses is pretty low. But chances are that's not going to be the reason that you want to build the one star. Yes, the recognition is nice. Yes, it's nice to go to leadership events. You know, and that's why you're, you're doing it. That's fine. Um, but other than... Other than that, you're not going to get a quarterly bonus for it. You're not going to get, um, you know, a lot of extra money for it. There's not a lot of reason to do it. But as soon as you get to two star, now that's when you can open up the second center. So now the next goal is I'm at one star. How do I get to two star? So this actually, this point actually kind of goes back to Emerald. And this question always, 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 always comes up. Um, when a new coach signs up and they're excited to get to Emerald, what they do is they contact the upline guy, the coach, and they say, hey, Jason, you know, in fact, this happened to Jeff. I'd like Jeff to speak on this in just a second. They're going to say, hey, Jason, you know, I know it's important. Um, I want to get to Emerald, and, and I want to sign up my wife or my, my spouse or my sister or my daughter um, to be a coach so I can be Emerald. Where is the best spot to put my wife? And now logically or intuitively, everybody is initially going to say, well, you want to put your wife in your weak leg because that way if I sell a Shakeology through my wife, she's going to get a $30 commission and I'm going to make a $14 bonus with an envelope. And that's a great way to think. That way you earn a commission and a bonus instead of just a commission. But the problem with that is that's very short-sighted. You're not going to build your wife or your spouse's business up past, you know, maybe Emerald in your first year or so because you're trying so hard to build up your weak leg. Um, so why put her in the weak leg when you're not going to do a lot of business over there anyway? Another reason that you want to put your wife in your strong leg, which is actually counterintuitive, is you're thinking longer term. You're going to develop a one, you're going to develop a diamond in your strong leg because you're mm. your best coaches over there. So if you put your wife or your spouse in your strong leg, What's going to happen is in a year or so, when you go back to try to become a two-star, she's going to have a great strong leg build up for her. And, and because this is your strong leg, you never like to put you know, your best people over there. You never like to put any coaches over there because you're adding more fuel to the fire. Well, there's one exception to that, and an exception to the rule that which I told you earlier is never build your inside leg. The one exception of that is you can build the inside leg for somebody you love and, think, and you don't think will ever leave you. 
you know, especially like children or things like that, because it's pretty hard to lose a child. Um, you know, spouses, they can come and go, but, you know, if you're in a great relationship, you should have that kind of trust where you can put um, people in, in, in your their inside leg. Now, again, you're not going to build on your spouse's two inside legs. You're only going to build on your spouse's outside legs. One of those you're going to be sharing with her because that's going to be your strong leg. So in doing so now, you're going to come back to her business, let's say, a year later. And in that time frame, there's going to be, like, say, 100 or 200 coaches in there. Every time you put a coach in her weak leg, that's going to increase her cycle bonuses, which in turn increases, increases your matching bonuses and your overall profitability to your family now. So that is, that's a hard concept. So what I want to do right now is take it just a second and let Jeff uh, share, number one, what he thought about when I recommended that, and then number two, how it's worked out well. Yeah, I, I, you know, Jason and I had a long talk about where I was going to put Dana. And my initial decision was to put her in my strong leg and it was it was kind of against Puck's advice at the start, and I think I'm probably part of, of what's helped him reshape that thinking about a spouse over time here. What's happened for me is that Dana being in the top of my strong leg, I now have two legs that, you know, have basically the same amount of strong volume every single week. Um, you know, my wife's one step away from my strong leg, you know, so she's just almost identical in volume. So that gives me two business centers where all I really have to do is build that weak leg up. Um, I've built my wife's weak leg up by doing a combination of putting some of her own PS coaches, but also putting some of my own PS coaches in her weak leg, like Jason just alluded to. I can remember sitting down up at your cabin and developing this plan, Jason, um, you know, after we got out of the water and just were hanging out, having that plan is how can I can build Dana's checks up a little bit, but at the same time still reach my goals of placing PS coaches in my business center and hitting success club. And that's when we, you know, talked about putting my PS coaches in her weak leg, which helped her with her cycle bonuses and team volume. I've gotten her business centers built up to somewhere between, you know, 1200 to $1,500 a month now, in 2012, I'm really going to make a conscious effort to really start to put PS coaches and build more people into her business centers because ultimately going back to the idea of putting her in my strong leg and having that advantage of having two strong legs really built for me without doing much more than just concentrating on my first center, I now have the luxury of just focusing on her weak leg this year and seeing maybe another check come up to the same amount as my first business center. So does that help, Jason? <laughs> Yeah, and, and what do you what would you guess that the weak leg now is in Dana's well the strong leg is the T the T V is in Dana's strong leg is now? The team volume in Dana's strong leg is somewhere between um thirty and forty thousand points every single week now, which is very close to what my strong leg is. Right. And so the the point I'm making here is that as soon as you determine what your strong leg is, that's the time to put someone you love in your strong leg. Because in a year or so, when you have to go back and build it, you don't, and hopefully you don't have to. Hopefully somebody's going to take off in your weak leg and run the diamond. But the chances are that you're putting all your best coaches in your weak leg, so you might have to build somebody over there. Now, with that being said, Jeff, and, and no, let's say that nobody builds themselves up to diamond over there in your strong leg, how, how um, much incentive would you have to help 
one of your coaches. You know, give coaches away to somebody that was already in your um, strong line. Well, there's a lot of incentive, and it's because Beachbody has that, that I would call it almost, it's kind of a rule in place where in order to get to those even number star statuses, two, four, six, eight, you have to have that amount of diamond leg. So it really keeps you honest in the sense that, yeah, you're still going to help those coaches out on the left side, you know, on that strong leg. Ron Bradley is a good example of that. He's, he's somebody that I put on my strong leg um, and he's obviously somebody who's reached for the stars and achieved it, so he became one of those additionals to Dana, stars that I needed on that strong side. So it helps. That is awesome, and we totally need to have star diamonds on each leg. But in retrospect, if you could place Ron Bradley anywhere you would, knowing all the volume that he's going to be, where would you rather have them? On the strong oh, yeah, leg and the weak leg. On the weak leg. That's, an, so ob- that's every, an obvious answer. Right, everybody's gonna to want to put the people, the strongest people, on the weak leg. So, so um, you really don't want to have to build people on your strong leg unless somehow it's gonna earn you money. And by having a spouse or a daughter or a sister or a brother or a nephew or an uncle over there, somebody you love, then it doesn't hurt so much to have to give away some of those coaches in that uh, strong leg. Is, is the point I want to make? And yeah, exactly. And that's really kind of the example I was getting to is that I gave away Ron to that strong side. Right. Everybody feels that, oh, I gave this person away. So. Yep. And, you know, there's, there's an honesty to this business, and that's the fact that if you have aspirations, like my next aspiration is to achieve six-star. Where I'm struggling right now is developing that next diamond on my strong leg, and that's what Jason's getting to. You've got to give away to that side at times. And I've done that in the last several months, and that's going to happen for me. And it's it's a lot of guessing. Like if um, let's say you did sign up for Arnold Schwarzenegger now, and you're trying to get you know to five star, we have to have two stars in your strong leg. But you're like, oh, I really don't want to do it. I know Arnold's gonna so sell so many products, but I'll put Arnold in the strong leg so I can hopefully build a diamond up over there and then get to my five star rank. But I have to have two diamonds on that side. Now, now if Arnold, right? But if Arnold a flop, you know, you got to start all over and now you got to get somebody else to go over there. So it's really a guessing game. But with one person you mean a there, flop? You... It would not be a flop. It would be a great success. Mm-hmm. This is not fair. Yeah, great. <laughs> so, with, um, so with that being said, to have somebody over there that you can control is really great. And that's your spouse. It works off really awesome. Now check this out. So you've built up your, your wife or your spouse to diamond and you've got the diamond over in the strong leg that built or the weak leg that built organically. So now you're a two star. Now you have the ability to open up that second center, which is Brenda's question. By getting to two star, you can open up that uh, second center. And with the second center, you put it at the bottom of your um, weak leg now. And now every time you sell something in the second center, because you're going to want to do that to get successful points. You're going to want to send a coaches over there then you're going to get the $30 commission off of the Shakeology, and your first center is going to make $18 bonus because now you're a diamond. So now every time you sell uh, $89 um, Shakeology, you're going to make $48, bucks, 30 dollars commission and the $18 stipend bonus. Do you see how it's a great, strong advantage to have that second center in the weak leg? Also, the neat thing that happens now is – now you've got two centers open, so everybody has the question, so should I build the second center up or should I build up the first center? And, you know, there's several different theories here, but right off the bat, you want to get that second center to diamond as quickly as you can. 
because now that would give you the rank of three star, which ups the potential money to make. But also it gives you another level of comfort. Let's say that per- other person we developed in the weak leg, you know, maybe they're teeter-tottering on diamonds. So all of a sudden they fall out of diamonds. If that happens, now you don't get your quarterly bonus. And the quarterly bonus is for a two-star, I think about $1,000 a quarter. So it's, it's, it's a fairly significant amount. But if, if you don't maintain the two diamonds in each leg for at least six weeks, then you lose that bonus. But now if I can have myself and my weak leg and my wife and my strong leg, I can make sure that both of those people stay diamonds and I'll never lose the two-star status. So I think right off the bat, as soon as you open the second center, you want to, want to, want to build that one up to diamonds. Now secondary, after that, where should I build? And, and the question, that question is really up to you. It depends on if you want to maximize the cycle bonuses in your first leg, if you're going to try to get past a restart in your first center. Um, it, it really just depends on what you want to do. My recommendation would be to when you sign up the second center is make that a PS of your first center, um, build up the second center to diamonds, and then go back to your first center and keep building that one up in order to maximize your cycle bonuses and then also help yourself um, achieve these higher star diamond ranks. Now, Jason, you're, you're an example of somebody who obviously um, – not, not, I hate the word needs, but obviously has an incentive to continue to hit six, seven, eight star. Explain why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this has actually been a change in my philosophy, and one of the things I'm so happy to be able to share with you guys now so that you can build this up the right way so you don't have a similar problem. You know, don't get me wrong, it's a great problem to have, but it is a problem. So every week now, when I started this business, right, I said Mike was doing 1,000 TV a week, and my other side was doing 200 TV a week, and I could never catch up to them. Well, that, that problem in the last five years has actually stopped. When you look at the volume, and, and the, one of the that was last checks that I posted up there, the volume on Mike's week side was close to 200,000 TV a week, which is amazing, right? Most people can't even comp- comprehend you know, what it would take to sell that many products you know, in your team, so it's, it's just awesome. But what's I'm more proud of is that my weak leg was just over 100,000 PV in my weak leg. If you look at that, that's exactly the two-to-one ratio. So I'm ex- exactly maxing out um, on the number of cycle bonuses I, that I do every week. Now, that's not, that's not by chance. It's because I've put so much effort and energy into understanding this comp plan, and that's why I'm trying to tell it to you so that you can maximize the way that your business builds so you can make more money, so you're going to be happier with this and you're going to continue to grow the business. But if you do that ratio now, and, and these were my physical numbers from that first week of P90X2. So the way to figure out how much money that is per week is you take the, the strong leg, which is 200,000, 200, oh, 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 divide that by the amount of PV that you have to have in your strong leg in order to cycle, so that's divided by 200. That comes out to be a thousand cycle bonuses I could have done that week. So you take a thousand and you times that by the maximum amount of money that you can make um, per cycle bonuses, and then at the diamond that's eighteen dollars, so I times it by eighteen. That comes with up with eighteen thousand dollars per week. So the amount of money that I could have made in that those weeks that P90X2 came out was eighteen thousand dollars. But how much money did I actually make? Well, if you saw the check earlier. The cycle bonus I made was only 8000 So this is, this is the answer to Jeff's question. Why is it important to keep going up in rank? 
because the most, the maximum amount of money that you can make um, in cycle bonuses is limited, dependent upon your rank. So as an emerald, the most money you can make per week is 250. As a ruby, it's 1,000. As a diamond, 2,000. As one star, three. Two star, four. Three star, five. Four star, six. Uh, five star, you can make $7,000 per week. Six star, you, you can make $8,000 a week. Seven, seven star, it's 9,000. And there's a point to why I'm going to do this. Eight star, it's 10,000. Nine star, it's 11. Ten star, it's 12. Now, I want anybody on the call to guess how much you think you can make as a maximum if you, if you become an 11-star diamond. 10-star was 12000 per week. So how much do you think you can make? Say again? Still 12000 It's still 12000 That's exactly right. You would think intuitively that it would go up to 13000 but after... Okay, I think we lost Pop. He'll come right back, guys. The, what he's really getting at here, and he'll pick up when he comes back, is that you want to rank advance. You want to make sure that you're periodically rank advancing, you know, setting yourself a goal to do it maybe every 60 to 90 days because your, your ultimate ceiling is to rise, um, you know, with your... Awesome, focus. it's Jason again. I'm sorry, I just dropped off the line. Um, Go ahead. There's still 15 people on the call, so that's great. So I really appreciate that, everyone. After 10 star, you can't make any more money. So if you look at my numbers for that particular week, it was $18,000. I would have maxed out at any ranking in the company. In fact, there's nobody in the company that, that could have earned all that money based upon how the star diamond rankings are. Now, if you look at my volume per week, though, it's closer to um, instead of being a, you know 200,000 in my strong leg, it's really closer to be about 150. And the weak leg is doing about half that, so it's about 75. Well, when you do the math for that, it really comes out to be a maximum of about $8,000 in cycle bonus per week. In fact, if I want to maximize my average money right now per week, I should be a seven star because they can earn 9000 a week. And right now I'm maxing out at about 8000 So the reason that Jeff brings up this question is, well, why do you want to keep building that first center? And you want to keep building that first center, keep putting the coaches there, so that potentially those coaches can rise up to the diamond ranks, which keeps elevating your status from one, two, three, four, five, to six, seven, eight, nine, and 10 star. Now, this also brings up another important question, is how many coaches do you have to have in each leg to be a nine star? Well, to be a nine star, you have to have at least two coaches in one leg, and then you can have the seven other coaches in the other leg. So that makes a lot of sense to do that. I'll put the two, the two diamond coaches um, in my strong leg, and I'll put all seven of the other ones in my weak leg, and that way I can truly maximize my cycle bonuses. Now, to be a 10-star, what does it take? I have to put at least five coaches in my strong leg, and then I, then I can have five coaches in the weak leg. But in order for that to happen, I'm going to have to build three other diamonds in my strong leg, which I really er – which I really don't like to do because I'm not getting TV for it, and I'm only going to make an extra $1,000 a week. So in my opinion, the best position in this company is to be 9-star. Now, I really um, admire the folks that build the 15-star. It's great. They're helping a lot of people. They get all the recognition, but you really have to take a second and think about it. What, why do I want to build this business? Do I want to build this business so I can get the most recognition and be the biggest guy up on stage once a year, or do I want to build this business so I can maximize my money and 
have the best lifestyle that I can afford and give that to my family and loved ones? If, if the answer is the latter rather than the former, then the best position to be is nine star because it allows you the kind of the most bang for your buck in building this business. So that is actually kind of the last concept that I have. We're at 726, and I'm amazed that I got through that in an hour because it typically takes me about two hours to go through this. And it's because there wasn't a lot of questions. So, Jason, now, if, if, you, if, you, I, if you stop at nine star, is the, is the adage then that that allows you to, to focus now on a second or third or fourth center that you might have and start to get that one to nine star too? Exactly. You know, going forward, I'm going to build – the first center, I'm going to build the nine star because that has the most potential to make money. The next thing I'm going to do is make my second center nine star because that's going to have the second most potential to make money. The next thing I'm going to do is build the third center to nine star or, you know, some sort of um, equivalent of that. You know, if you look at my, my business right now, I'm actually a six, a four, a two, and a diamond. So my second center is four. If I can build another coach or two over there, it's going to be five. And it right now, between the volume on the strong leg, it has the potential to earn up to about $6,000 per week right now, but it's already a four-star, and I'm not making that much money because there's not enough volume in my weak leg. So my number one goal in this business is to keep building star diamonds in my first center so I can up the money I can make there per week. My second goal is to drive more volume into the weak leg of my second center so I can actually... Um, get the money that I'm already earning um, in the second CBC. So at that point, it does become a little bit more um, confusing as how to do it. And anybody that's on this call, you know, like I am part of your upline. And, and one of the things I, I enjoy most do is helping to analyze your business to tell you the best ways to build it. Hopefully this call is doing the majority of that, at least enough to get you up to the two or three star that we talked about. And after that, it probably does take some individual time to look at your your um, your overall organization. Guys, and Jason's yeah, right. I mean, this call isn't designed to, at the end of it, make you guys total experts in genealogy. Jason's giving you guys a perspective of what's possible, where he's at right now, and where you guys will be in time. The, the best thing to take away from this call, and I, I hope Jason would agree, is to really ultimately focus on getting your business to that two-star rank so you can get to the position of opening your second center. When that point happens, when you get to two-star, that's where I would really highly suggest getting with myself, getting with Jason, because, you know, he, he's right. He's always been there for me when it comes to genealogy discussions, and he'll be there for you too. I still consult with him when things get confusing for myself, and he helps put things in perspective. So Jason ultimately is 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 right in the sense that he is open and he will you know we're not untouchable just because we're at a rank we're at we're always there to help you guys so and i just wanted to add one more thing jason really quick um you know we we talk a lot about the genealogy tonight to give you guys a financial sense of what's possible and how to build correctly and where to go also remember guys there's also that um logical, integral sense that it's just going to take place. The ultimate goal is by building additional diamonds is, yes, you're financially helping your business, but always remember that every diamond represents a person that you're helping mm -hmm. develop their business. You're helping them reach a goal of getting to the point where they're getting excited about getting to two-star next, um, things of that nature. So even though you might get to that point where it would make sense, like Jason said, to stop at nine-star 
if you have additional people in that business center that continue to develop and you might get to 10, 11, 12 because those people are excited, by all means, that's a good thing. You know, yeah. he's just saying to basically, you know, nine star is financially the kind of the cap and he should start looking at other sweet spot. Yeah, right, exactly. There's going to be other opportunities for people to still to pop up in those centers, and you obviously want to help them and continue to help them hit their dreams too. Right, right, definitely. And 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 this always comes up the time, anytime I have this conversation, you know, it sounds like Jason like is a, a man-eater, money-hungry, um, no-emotion kind of guy. And that's not at all the case. Like, in fact, I can tell you a hundred different ways that I've built my business wrong, um, not according to these rules. What I'm trying to do here is I'm completely going away from my heart purposely, going yep. into my head. I'm, I'm not making this an emotional conversation at all. I'm making it a purely logical conversation on how to maximize money. Yep. Now, when you bring emotion into it, you know, and that's, that's exactly the exceptions to these rules that we've talked about where you help build inside legs. You, you potentially may need to give people away, you know, because should I give away a coach to my wife in order to make her emerald? Well, yeah, but then again, you know, still abide by the rules. So I don't want anybody to think that if they're on my team and they're pushing to become a, a diamond and I'm already a nine star, I'm not going to do anything to help them. That's not right. at all the case. But what is important is to every day or at least quarterly go back and review your goals and say, am I building this business the most financially uh, responsible way in order to achieve the goals that I want? And, and by all means, if your goal is to be top coach, is to be on the stage as, as you know, and go to Superstar Day, there is incentives for that. The one thing I didn't mention here is that the one reason that a lot of 10 or 15 people are striving to get 15 star is you get a quarterly bonus. And the quarterly bonuses right now for 15 star are huge. In fact, the first person that got the 15 star got like a $50,000 bonus. But the thing is, as soon as there's two people there and three people there and four people there, those bonuses goes down. And over time, those quarterly bonuses are going to be greatly, greatly reduced. I would guess now that the quarterly bonus for um, 15 stars is probably less than $10,000. And if you look at my weekly checks, my weekly checks um, are maxing out at about $12,000 a week right now. So that really limits the um, advantages of being 15 stars. So by all means, take that into consideration. You know, um, think about all the things that you'll lose um, analytically doing one way or the other. Um, Think about what you can live with, what you can't live with, and ultimately go with your heart. I'm yep. not saying to say, say to take heart out of this crazy. And God, if anybody takes that away, is that Jason's a money-hungry guy? You know, that's that's not true at all. But I spent a deliberate amount of time in order to learn how to maximize this business the best, so that I can teach my coaches the best way to do it. Yeah. The other the other alternative to that is if you purely go out of your heart. You're helping everybody as much as you can do this business, but nobody ever makes money with it. And then they're going to quit because, you know, it's not reaching their financial goals as well. So it's definitely a balance. But thanks yep. for bringing that up, Jeff. Yeah, Jason really hit on what I was – the heart of what I was trying to get at there, guys. What what this whole discussion tonight is around is, you know, just the logic, best way to build your business. That's strictly what it is from a um, perspective of of – the way to maximize your paychecks. 
Um, obviously, that sometimes a touchy subject. Obviously, with me, people that know me know I don't really like to talk about that too much, but that's what we kind of were asked to do tonight. So this is a logical discussion, and Jason is dead on. You know, this business is run with your heart most of the time, so there's going to be situations that there's exceptions to the rules, and in the end, always, you know, do what's best for that coach and that customer but, you know, this is just basically genealogy 101, which is why I put that little term in there, because this is just obviously a logical conversation tonight. So I, I, want, I don't want anyone to take away that neither, neither of us care about, because you guys know on, on the contrary. We're just giving you the most effective way. Yeah, if, if you really looked at this in terms of college courses, you know, and anybody that's been to college understands, you know, when you go to a one-on-one -on -one class, it's really the basics. Um, I would say the 101 here is, is really getting to Emerald and how you design to get to Emerald or potentially even getting to Ruby and Diamond. The 102 is when you're starting to build, you know, past Diamond. And you're probably at a 200-level course when you start talking about getting to two-star and why you want to do that. So just, just to get a feel for what we're doing here, I mean, 80 to 90% of people on this call can't fathom being Star Diamond yet. And... And what I want to do through this is show you the best ways to achieve that and convince everybody that it is possible. Um, Barbie had a really good self-interview today, and, you know, she talks about her whys and everything. But, um, you know, in doing so, we you realize that all of us came from the same place. Like, when I first started this business, um, it's a joke in the company. I made $3.64 in the first four or five months. The first time I made, and that, those times the cycle bonuses were $25, not 18 So when I first made that first $20 cycle bonus, like something in my heart said, dude, you're going to retire from this someday because you can share your passion for these products with other people and you can do as many of these cycle bonuses as you share um, your passion uh, with this business for. So it's definitely achievable for everybody. In fact, if we do a one-on-one -on -one conversation, and Jeff can attest to this, I can tell you what your income will be in the next year based upon the results you're doing and the way you're building right now. Any new coach that comes in this business, the three most important things I tell them is, number one, do the new coach training academy. Number two, Know and understand coaching codes very thoroughly because that's how you're going to share links. That's how you're going to generate business in your own um, CBC. And then number three is right now, um, honestly, it's the Team Beachbody Challenge. You know, as Tommy alluded to last week, this is the way that we build the business. And if you're not comfortable with it, get comfortable with it or figure out, you know, a better mechanism. But right now, this is by far the way. And then probably the fourth thing is to focus on success code five. When you do success code five, all I've done to build my business for the last five years is try to get two coaches a month. Two coaches a month will give you four points. If you can find one other customer per month that wants to do Shakeology, you're in success code five. That's all I've done for the last five years, and now I'm earning $12,000 a week doing it. So those are really the four or five um, tools that you need to build this business. And everybody's on this call is possible that otherwise you wouldn't be invited to these calls. Yep. Guys, um, we're right at 1035. We, again, filled the hour up. We're going to stay here as long as you guys want to take questions. Um, I did have a couple questions from a couple individuals that I wanted to address, you know, before we hang up. Not related to genealogy, but before we get to that, are there any questions for Jason in regards to anything genealogy-wise or what we're doing here? 
Oh, hey. You Yo. This is Ron. Go for it, buddy. Okay, um, uh, I have a question about the quarterly bonus. Um, as my understanding is that it's a profit sharing, uh, profit sharing bonus. Um, so I'm guessing that there is a, a pool of profit that that comes out of. Would that pool also not grow? I mean, wouldn't that pool also grow as as Beachbody grows? And why yeah, why are the, why are the bonuses shrinking from that pool if the pool itself is growing? Okay, so that's a great question, and it takes like a lot to understand why that is. But let's say like there was no 15 stars for the first two three years, and that's true. So the first person that got to 15 star got that entire pot of money. And at that time, it was like $56,000, I think it was. It was like y- Yolanda Harris and Christina um, Dwyer. Dwyer that got that. So huge checks. Now, the very next quarterly bonus, it, it went to zero again. So only the money that was made that quarter got divided not with one person but with two persons. So let's say the quarterly bonuses, and I'm going to guess where um, the profits from that were 20000 so between two people now, that was only 10000 apiece. Now, at this point, you're only earning the quarterly bonuses for the 15 stars for the last quarter, and now it's divided against six or seven people. You know, Pete Pena, um, Robert Hudgens, you know, and you can list all the names. But every time a new 15-star comes out, yes, the money overall in that pot goes up per quarter, but it gets diluted by the number of coaches that are there. So if you look five, ten years down the road, and, and the way I'm building this business is for the future, is that um, if there's 100 people that 15-star bonus, and yes, even if it's you know a considerable amount of money, it's going to be diluted by the number of people that are there. So you have to determine in your own head, and I can't choose this for you, is it better to get a one-time quarterly bonus of probably five figures or earn five, six figures a week? So I've built this business during five, six figures a week. I've also built this business deep where I have four centers because the comp plan has already been revived, revised once, and it will be revised again. Beachbody is not going to design this, this system where it's going to break, but at some point there is points where it will break. You can't pay down these kind of monies in an infinite fashion forever. So what will happen and, and they've already alluded to this, is that the way that it will bend but not break is they'll change the amount of money that you get capped out on in cycle bonuses per week. So let's say your goal is to make $10,000 per week, and all of a sudden they reduce it so that you can only make $5,000 per week even as a 10-star. So what's going to happen is if you want to make $10,000 per week, you've got to be a 10-star twice. And so that's why I think if you're trying to build long-term diversity in this business, you need to get multiple CBCs open because – for them to ever reduce one CBC to earning less than a thousand or two thousand per week takes all the incentive out of building this business, so that'll never happen. But it will definitely get limited by rank advancement. So if you want to build deep and build um, for long term, I think you need to have several centers that all qualify at Star Diamond range. Yep. And Ron, to kind of even maybe make your answer a little bit more simpler too. Um, you know, the the two-star pool, let's look at that two-star pool. You know, exactly. I've gotten that several times now, and it's been right around the same amount. 
And that is despite the fact that we have had a lot more two-star diamonds come into this business. Now, I've also gotten a five-star pool, but that two-star pool has still stayed right around $1,000, and that's even doubled or tripled over time. So to answer your question, that pool has gotten bigger if we're still remaining about the same amount, but that's also taken into account that we've got a lot more, two and three times the amount of two-star diamonds. So yes, it's growing, but also the number of two stars is growing as our profit. Which means it's, it's going to kind of level out per yep. quarter. And when I first started this business, the first two-star check I got was over $2,000. Um, right now, you're, you, you would be lucky if you earned $1,000 a quarter from two-star bonus. Yep. So you can see that it's actually been diminishing over time. And it, I think it'll probably level out because profits will go up as the number of two stars come up. But eventually, profits... Like, when we're selling to every country in the world, profits can't go much higher. But the number of two-stars will definitely grow. So over time, long, long, long term, the, the significance of those quarterly bonuses will go down, but the weekly checks can still go up and be maximized. Yep. And don't, don't have tunnel vision that you're getting two-star to get those quarterly bonus checks because they're nice, yes, they're significant, but like Jason said your checks will far exceed in time a quarterly bonus. Yeah, I've, I've done a lot of different work in different companies throughout my life, you know. God, I'm, I'm pushing for you now. But um, the, the best way to ever take one of these bonuses, and this works for whatever company you're in, is don't plan on the bonus. When a bonus comes, let it purely be a bonus. You have your credit cards paid off and you're not in debt. You're not counting on those bonuses. And, and how does your mindset change when all of a sudden you get thrown an extra $1,000 or an extra $2,000 Christmas bonus? When you're sitting there counting on it, it feels like very insignificant. But when you just take it as a bonus, you're like, wow, it's a gift from God. So I would encourage everybody to, to not design on planning for bonuses, but treat those as what they really are, is like you know, a little extra gift. Bonus. The word bonus. Good question, Ron. Way to kick it off. Does that help? Uh, yes. So that means that eventually that bonus is going to become the Jelly of the Month Club. Yes. If you're looking at Clark Griswold this time of year, correct. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go over to Carl Deckler's house tonight. It, it might be a little bit better than a Jelly of the Month. It's still going to be some money, but, yeah, eventually that's not going to be as significant to you um, as it is maybe in the start. Well, no, and, and think about, think about, start. <laughs> think about too, you know, what, what's the two-star bonus right now? It's, it's, you're lucky if you get $1,000 a quarter, but if you get to become an elite coach, you're going to earn a $500 a month car bonus. So, you know, every two months you're going to be getting that, that, that bonus. So I just think to think about the quarterly bonus is, um, it's kind of a short-term goal. It's very similar to putting your spouse in your weak leg in order to, maximize the cycle bonuses today but not thinking long term yeah anybody else got any more questions hey this is nancy i have a question sure Please. um uh, so you said you have a, a couple of business centers and i know i've heard people talk about that a little bit can you just explain you know what is it after you become a 10 star you would start a new business center or and what is what exactly like, how do you do that? What is that whole thing? 
Let me give the simplified version first, Jason, and then you can fill in the gaps. Well, before um, you start, though, I just want to say that's a great question. We've already covered it yeah. a little bit, but you can never answer that question too many times because what Nancy said is, like, do I have to be a 10 star to get a second center? And everybody looks at that like it's so hard to achieve a second center. And really, I think that should be a yearly goal. So, yeah, Jeff, give a quick answer. Okay, so Nancy, give me two names of your 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 two promising coaches. Uh, Tina Ayers and, well, John Gattardi. Okay, so John and Tina, okay. <laughs> yeah. Are they on opposite legs? Yes, they are. Okay, so John and Tina go diamond. Nancy now is two-star, assuming you have 12 active coaches. You need eight to be diamond, 10 to be one-star, and 12 of your own to be two-star. So you have 12 active coaches. John and Tina are diamond. You are now two-star diamond, Nancy, okay? Mm-hmm. Nancy gets the ability now to send in a coach application with the name Nancy Cattardi on the top of it again and open up a, a second business center under your same name in your coaching business. So there's, think of Austin Powers' mini-me. There's a little mini-me of you in your business center. That's your second center. Okay. So that is the big bird cookie monster version of how to open up a second center. You get two of your PS coaches to be diamond and an additional um, 10 coaches, 12 total, to be active in your PS. You are now two-star diamond and have the ability, and I say coach application because you can't open your second center online because that gets confusing with, secure, with social security numbers and such. You have to do it by a paper application. You just fax it to them with a different email address. You can't use the same email address because it represents a different login in Beachbody, right? So you, you create another Yahoo, Gmail, whatever you want. You have a second business center. Send them the application with a new email address. And now there's another Nancy Cattardi. There's another Nancy, which allows you to put yourself in your weak leg, build that to diamond, and boom, all of a sudden you're three-star. Mm-hmm. And what can I just ask, what is the benefit of, I mean, you kind of talked about, you know, it's good to do that. I mean, I know some of you have like two, three, four. Yeah. That's the, the benefit, Nancy. That? That's that's so big. Yeah. The benefit is, like Jason kind of alluded to, looking long term. There will probably be at some point, not for a while, but at some point in the future with Beachbody, they're going to limit the amount of money you can make. In your, in your first Nancy Center, okay? Okay. So if you want to continue to make more money, you obviously want to develop second, third, fourth centers to the same level as your first center over time because that represents multiple paychecks from Beachbody. I understand. Okay. I get three deposits into my bank every single week. Jason gets four, five, four, five, four. I get three. I get my two business centers, which I opened my second when I first went two-star, and I have my wife's business center, okay? So I have three deposits every single week. Jason has four. So look at it as the advantage is you get multiple paychecks from Beachbody. You know, when you go two-star diamond, Nancy, your household is going to have three paychecks deposited into your bank too, John's and your two. Okay. Every business center represents another paycheck from Beachbody. So that I hope that kind of answers. I'm, I I done a, I gave you a very simple view of it to help you understand why you want to open multiple centers and when you should do it. Sure, sure, that makes a, a lot more sense. It's just it's huge. I mean, thank you for doing this call because this is 
a very huge thing for, especially for some of us who I have no, I've never had to think this way. So yeah, and and, and you know, really Jason represents four business centers. That just means his second center got to two stars, so he opened up another one. His right. third center got to two stars, so he opened up another one. And that's why I said Jason, in my mind, is is a genius when it comes to this. And he helps you think about long term. You know, there's lots of other coaches in the network that I don't think are doing that. But, you know, Jason helps you think long term. Yes, he's right. right. We're going to be capped at some point in our first business center at some point. Don't know when that is. Could be five, ten years down the road. But it will happen, which is why it's great to have second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth business centers over time because, okay, I saw I'm capped in this one. Now I'm going to go to my second, third and build that one up. It represents you. Uh, it represents a way for you to continue to build your income long term with Beachbody for twenty, twenty five, thirty years down the road. And is there no limit to how many centers you can open at this point? Isn't it a hundred, Jason? Oh wow. I I'm not sure about that number. Last I knew it was twenty five, but it keeps okay. increasing. So basically, it's limitless. You know, because it okay. would take you twenty five years to get to twenty five. So. At that right. point, I, I think it will be limitless. Yep, and don't okay. think about that, Nancy. Just think about getting your second center open. Okay. And then when you get your second center open, you know, eventually over time, when you get that one to two-star diamond, then think about the third. Yeah, let's just worry about getting the diamond first. And, and, <laughs> and you will. And what's going to happen, Nancy, and, and this is so true, because I was in the same boat you were. Holy crap, this is just crazy thinking about this. I'm just thinking out loud (laughs) what's going to happen nancy and it's and jason told me this would happen too what's going to happen is as you continue to grow in this business and you learn you get to diamond and then you start to focus on one star two star it's just going to sink in everything is just going to make sense to you you're going to know how to place coaches you're going to know when to build that second center you're going to know where to put it you're still going to consult with myself and Jason because it just really helps put a second and third perspective in there. But your knowledge of this is going to grow as your coaching grows. Okay. It's just, Great. it's just going to happen. Awesome. Thanks. You know, and then when we're in the, when we're sitting in the Bahamas talking, having <laughs> a, a, an umbrella drink, we're going to have a discussion on this. You know, I described uh, last summer, Jason spent most of the summer with me. We were up at his cabin having a couple adult beverages, talking about where to put my second center. That Those conversations just help. You're going to have those conversations when you have the opportunity. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you so much. Anything I left out, yeah. Jason? Yeah, again, that's a great question because most people start this business and it's like, I want to get to Emerald. And, like, that's that's their only target. And, you know, that has to be your target when you first start. But, you know, Zig Ziglar puts it best. is like, I, I don't ever shoot arrows, but I can beat the best archer any day of the week. And here's how. If I take the archer, put a blindfold on him, spin him around 100 times, and tell him to shoot the arrow, I guarantee I'll get closer to the target that he does. And then the, everybody says, well, that doesn't make sense, Zig. How can you hit a target that you don't see? And Zig Ziglar says, exactly. How can you accomplish goals that you don't define? So one of the points in this call is to define that, yes, you, I, I want to get to Emerald, but my longer-term goal, my two-year goal, my five-year goal is to get to two-star, and, and that's really when the money in this business becomes exponential, and I can show you so many examples of that. I can even show you the opposite example where people were close to Diamond, one or two coaches away, 
didn't do it, you know, because of didn't want to give away coaches and stuff like that. And now they're still at diamond and their checks are like a third of what they could be. So um, I, I really appreciate that question. And I don't ever hesitate to answer that one, you know, two or three times or four times in a call. And another way to explain two star is like, everybody knows what it takes to get to emerald, right? I have to have a coach on each side. Everybody knows what it takes to get diamond. I have to have an emerald on each side. And then just think about two stars the same way. In order for me to be two star, I have to have a diamond on each side. And I think that's really a simple way to think about it too. And it's not as hard as getting to 10 star, which means I have to have five diamonds on each side. That is kind of mon monumental. But two star just means that you've brought two people into this business that really get what's going on and you've helped them grow it to the point where they're diamonds too. Exactly. And Jason? Yeah. This is, this is Stevan. Um, I got two questions. Um, first, is there there's a qualification like a six week qualification for to get to the star diamond status? Correct. Every star. Yeah. Okay, and then when you do get to two star, um, let's say you you have some people fall off. Does that business is that business center there forever? If you get up to two star is that yeah, yeah. taken away yeah let me take that question because i've got some really hideous stories and i won't bore you with them about the details in that and yes um in order to become diamond all you have to do is get all eight coaches active and then your two emeralds have to have their coaches active and then you're diamond there's no qualification period that can happen as long as you have everybody done on wednesday it's done you're diamond now, what will happen, though, is if somebody drops out of diamond the next Wednesday, you won't be diamond anymore, but you can get it again as soon as you want the next week. Now, with any star diamond, you have to have your diamond, your PS coaches have to qualify as diamond, and you have to be that same qualification. So you and your diamond, you and your diamond, you and your diamond, you and your diamond for six weeks in a row before you're officially awarded a one-star diamond rank. And and that's because, like, they don't want people to just artificially inflate people and then, you know, go up in money and whatever else. They want it to be something you actually have to achieve. Now let's say you've been through those six weeks, and then that guy falls off the earth, you know, the end of the earth because he's on vacation or whatever. So then you drop from one star back to just a diamond yourself. Now the guy comes back from vacation and gets his people active again, so now will it take another six weeks to be one star again, or as soon as he gets back to diamond, you're one star? That six-week that six qualification only happens one time, your first time. And it's really super hard to achieve that. You know, you have to keep all your ducks in a row. Um, but once you achieve it, they can never take away your second center again, you know, for two star. And you can get back to that rank every Wednesday. So the really important thing in this is not losing it and coming back. It's getting it the first time right. now because i thought that, it's, that i know that's so important i've created tools and so my friends <laughs> the people on this call jeff barb jimmy nelson um dallas carter when we're in qualifications for for those six weeks we don't lose it and that's because i've got tools created through excel sponsorship drill down that i check it very very thoroughly um, to make sure that the people that I need to be active are active in those six weeks. Now, if they fall out of it afterwards, your checks will go down, you'll lose your rank for a week, but you can always get back to it the very following week. 
the worst case scenario is if you qualify for five weeks, then all of a sudden somebody goes on vacation and then you lose it. You have to start all over again five weeks, um, another six weeks in a row, and, and that's really hideous. Guys, Jason has created a tool that is so helpful to the point where he he downloads your downline from the back office, he pastes it into this Excel spreadsheet, and in two seconds it takes what will take you 20 minutes to an hour to do to find out who exactly has to have PV here and there to help keep your rank. It, it it's a tool that you guys will want to use when you get to that two-star qualifying rank, and it's something that Jason and I will help you with. It's, 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 he's right. You will not lose it because you will be able to see exactly where you need it if you need it on a weekly basis. Right. Just, just one example of that is um, <clears throat> Barbie and I both have four CBCs. We both qualified in about February to get our fourth CBC. But because I had this tool and I used it consistently, and six weeks later I got my, my two-star and my third CBC, I opened up my fourth center. Barbie got like three, four weeks and then fell out. Two, three weeks fell out. Two, three, four weeks, five weeks once and fell out. So each time she had to start over. My fourth center is now close to one star, if not two star. I mean, I know who my two diamonds will be in my fourth center right now. Um, they haven't achieved it yet, but I know who they'll be. Barbie is not diamond yet in her fourth center because she kind of wasted so much time opening that up. Now, I would have been more than happy to help her, but she just wasn't consistent in using the tool. So, yeah, when, whenever you get to the qualification point in any of your CBCs, like just text me and Jeff and send us emails, and we'll tell you how to do this. Now, is that tool necessary and beneficial for an emerald? No. You don't need it because you only have to check two people per week. And I, and I would insist on everybody in this call getting in the habit of checking that downline sponsorship drill down every Tuesday and definitely Wednesday morning and seeing if all the people that you need to be active are active. The neat thing about the sponsorship drill down is they'll blink if they're going to fall inactive that week and right next to their name shows their email and their phone number. So get on the horn with them, see what's going on, see if you can help them in any way. But... You should get in the habit now of checking your, your downline every week to make sure you maintain your ranks. And if you don't, your upline diamonds and star diamonds uh, that depend on your ranks should be contacting you to let you know. But, you know, get in the healthy habit of doing that now. Yep. Um, but once you get up to star diamond, yeah, the tool becomes available or becomes almost necessary. It will save you hours, hours per week of um, threat and um, – then I can definitely help you use the tool and share it with you. My ultimate goal right now is to be um, to make this a tool, just like coaching codes, where you can download your sponsorship drill down every week and calculate it. You know, even as an emerald, if you feel it's necessary. But definitely, once you get up to diamond or star diamond, it's, it's going to be a free tool that everybody can use. Um, I'm fact, in fact, I'm trying to learn Ruby on Rails right now as a database programming language that'll allow me to do it because I can't hire anybody to do it. It's crazy. Yep, guys, I use that tool every single week. So. And it gets better and better every week. Right now, it'll automatically calculate how many people you have in your downline. It'll automatically calculate the rank that you need to be in order to maximize your volume potential. Like, it just keeps getting better. So I really want to be able to share those tools with not only our team, but the corporation in general, because if everybody is maximizing their money, like how great will the profits be in the company at that point? So.
Answer your questions, Devin? Yes, thank you. The key thing to remember is, is once you get to Star Diamond, guys, you have a six-week qualification period um, before you're recognized. And that really, you know, a lot of you guys look at your back office every single week and you see your rank, and underneath that you see a thing that says qualification period, and most of you guys see right now none. Well, that qualification period is what you're going to see you know, when you're going through a six-week period for waiting for one-star, two-star, three-star. I know a lot of your little light bulbs went on your head and say, oh, that's what that means. That's what that column is for in your back office. Great point. Any other questions? Before I address a couple other people I hope are still on the line. Any questions about genealogy? Going once. Going twice. Okay, Brenda, are you on? Brenda Rodriguez? Yes, I'm on. Okay. You posted earlier a question about Shakeology and the infamous um, basically yes. comment to how do you rebuke somebody who's got a price objection to it, right? Yes, that's correct. And all of us have had that a million times, and I will give you my perspective on it, which is just going to be a lot easier than me typing something into Facebook. And then Jason can give you his. You might even hear some other coaches talk about it. But first off, you know, the, the, the first thing I always do with people is I ask them what they're, what are they, you know, what are they buying every single day for their, for their meals? Because most people, Brenda, are working an 8-to-5, a 9-to-5 job, and they're out and about, and they're buying their lunch, Right. They're buying somewhere in the vicinity. Uh, even if they're trying to eat healthy at Subway, guarantee you you're spending somewhere between 6 and $8 right there alone. So the first immediate thing that you can say to somebody is, if they're in that situation, then you're going to be saving them money at the end of the month. Okay? When they replace one meal, preferably that lunch that they're going out to buy, or that Starbucks for 4 or 5 bucks that they're buying in the morning on the way to work, with Shakeology as their meal replacement, at the end of the month, they will be saving money and they will have more money in their bank account than they had prior. And that's even spending $119.99 for their 30-day bag at $4 a day, correct? So that's the number one re rebuttal that, that seems to work for me 70 to 80% of the time. And these people come back and say, you're right, I actually saved money by doing Shakeology by replacing it with something healthy, I've lost weight, and now I'm, you know, a believer in it, okay? And that's the number one thing. The number two thing that people are always, they're not objecting to the price. They're objecting to the price for something they've never tried before, right, Brenda? So, yeah, I think that's where, where, where I get the major most objections because I've, I've also spoken to them about replacing that for their most expensive meal of the day. And it's just a matter of replacing items on your grocery list and not adding to it. Yep, yep. I mean, the thing that I, the second thing that I've done is that it's become very popular for me to do these seven-day week packs because it allows people to try Shakeology at a thirty-dollar price versus one twenty. When I, when they, when, when I've gotten to the point where they just say it's not so much the price, it's the fact that I don't know if it's going to work. I'm spending one hundred and twenty bucks. That's what they're kind of freaked out about. I'm like, well, you know, I got these seven-day week packs. Um, I sell them for 30 bucks, which to them is, whoa, 120 to 30 Okay, that's a lot less, and I sell quite a few of those, Brenda. I actually have it set up on my 
my fan page on Facebook where they can just click on there. They pay me through PayPal. If they're a distance away, I send it to them. Local people just pay me, you know. But what it does is it allows them to try it for a full week. And for anybody on this call, coach knows that once you get Shakeology in your body for one full week, um, it's over, okay? So their price objection is, wow, man, that, that was amazing. I, I, I really would like to buy a bag now. They're no longer worried about $120, um, you know, $4 a day. So the seven-day week pack is the second best way that really helps rebuke the people's price objections. If neither of those work, Brenda, what ultimately just has to happen is is you just have to um, convince that person that their health is obviously worth it. You know, that, that $4 a day invested in your health is a lot better than the Starbucks or the vending machine or whatever, and if you're investing in your health. And, you know, that that's the, that's the bottom line is that if you get to that point, you have to convince them. But really the seven-day week packs work very well for me as well as the, the, you know, like you mentioned, replacing things in their grocery list with this or replacing that meal every single day. Now, Jason has dealt with this probably a lot too. I don't know if you have any additional information on how to deal with the Shakeology price objection. Yeah, buy it. No, um. It's stupid. The argument is stupid. Like, I, I went to McDonald's the other day because I was in a hurry before I went to Tony Robbins, and I, all I got was Egg McMuffin and, like, coffee. That was, like, $5, $6. Like, the typical sandwich at McDonald's is $3. Like, and I'm sorry, the people that say they don't have money are the same people that are obese from eating fast food. Like, it, it's just nonsensical to say that um, you can't afford to spend 3 or $4 per meal. And my, my argument to there is, like, show me. Show me the meal that you're doing that's healthy and nutritious that you're spending less than $3 on. Um, it, it just it doesn't make sense, and it's coming from a place of not thinking. That that response is really a shortcut to thinking, and those aren't the people that you want to hang out with. <laughs> Brenda, does any of that help? Yes, that really does. Thank you. Especially I like the, the suggestion about the seven-day packs. I, I really like that. A, um, how do you make it, though, like uh, $30, though, for, for 7 Because I think it comes in 24 and for the same price. And I, I was under the impression, well, I guess they come up like 5 each. And, and right. Apart yourself. Yeah, this is, this is my thinking on it. And, Ron, definitely chime in here at the end. But you're, you buy a box of them, okay? And I buy a box. I get three shipments a month, Brenda. I get my chocolate for my family, my green berry for my family, and I get a box of sample packs every single month, which I give out or sell without question every single month, and that generates at least four to five new Shakeology customers every single month. So that's the first thing to remember. Um, but what, what I do is let's just take a 24-pack box from, from Beachbody. If you sell those, and the reason I say 30, that's just my perspective. Ron might do them for 35. Another coach might do them for 40, you know, uh, or, you know, the packs, but my perspective is if I sell three seven-day week packs, that's 21 of the 24 packets, I've at least now broke even on my box that I bought. That $90, 30 times three, $90, just paid for the box that I'm basically getting people to try it for seven days. I know it's going to turn more, more often than not into a Shakeology customer, but I've also got three extra packs that I have the ability to either give away or throw in my book bag and use for myself when I'm on the go, that they're free to me. They didn't cost me anything. Um, 
So that's where my $30 came from. I mean, technically, you're right. They're worth a bit more than that. You know, when you take 30 and divide it by 7, it's, you know, it's it's one number. But that's my perspective is that $30 is just an easy way for me selling three of those to make every single penny back that I made on that box. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Where do you have that posted on so I can try and see what you did and try and replicate it for myself? The the if you go to my if you go to if you just type into the search bar in in Facebook, you know, Jeffrey Armbruster or Beachbody Coach Jeffrey Armbruster, you're gonna have my personal page come up and you're gonna have my fan page come up. My fan page is where I have it and it's over to the left. The reason it's there is because Beachbody does not or not Beachbody, Facebook does not allow you to have those type of application links on your personal page. They only work on fan pages. So have to create a fan page in order to do that. Um, so you'll see it. Now, presently right now, the application that I'm using on Facebook is not working. I've got to figure that out right now. So when you click on Pay Me and PayPal, it's not linking to PayPal. I've got to figure that out. But you'll see the principle behind it. Okay. I have yeah, my own website as well. Now, Ron, did I miss anything? Ron? Well, I, 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 mine are on... Um, Shakeology.riftwithron.com, where you can buy the individual packets like that. Um, but I was also going to say one more thing about the price objection. Um, one of the things that I found really has worked for me in overcoming the price objection is the challenge groups. Um, the whole challenge concept has changed the whole concept uh, so that people what I'm finding is, as, as I'm going through Tommy's five steps of inviting to a challenge, the people that get excited enough about the challenge are ready to pay four, five, six hundred dollars because they, they don't know. I haven't discussed the price with them. I'm building up this opportunity in the, for them to be coached for free, um, be in an accountability group, have this awesome you know physical challenge with the, the possibility of them really undergoing a physical change. If they get excited enough about that, it's going to be worth a heck of a lot more to them than what a challenge pack costs. And so what I'm finding out from that is they get really excited about that, and then when they find out the challenge pack is only maybe one sixty or one five, they're actually really excited about that. The Shakeology is built into it, and then they're on it for a month. They don't want to go off it when they're on it for a month. And um, so that's basically... Com to me, completely overcome the objection is the fact that by using Tommy's five-step process, you are getting those people so excited about um, about the promise of what's going to happen to them in the challenge. In other words, their why is big enough that their why overcomes any price objection. It, does, it just doesn't matter at that point in time. Yep, so Ron is saying take the price objection part out before it even comes up by getting them excited about being in a challenge group. Yeah. So that's some different perspectives for you, Brenda. Obviously, we're always, always going to be here to help you, but I just thought it would be, being that we had a call tonight, it would be a much better way to, to help you out versus just typing back and forth there. No, and it did. I really thank you for giving me this opportunity. It, it does help, and it does help a lot, and I plan to put it into action. really appreciate all of your help. Cool. Who's your upline, Brenda? Um, Paul Lancaster. Okay, cool. Um, any other questions um, about that, Brenda? Um, no. I think I'm good to go for now. 
Good deal. Awesome. Trina, are you on? I'm here. Awesome. Okay, so Trina, your question was, and it kind of segues nicely because Ron just set us up here for the for the challenge groups. Your question was, is is it advantageous or not advantageous to run five-person groups with the same program or with multiple programs, right? Yep. Okay, so let me give you my perspective, and let me give you how Beachbody hopes you do it. I um, know how they hope. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 way it's designed to be set up, the way it was um, presented to you know Jeff and myself and everybody else at leadership is that you want everybody to be um, in the same program in these groups. So you want to put together a P90X group. You want to put together a Insanity group. The reason being is that everybody is going to be on the same workout on the same day and can relate with the same ups and downs together, okay? Um, so that's, that's the way it's, it's, I think, the hope and designed to be. Now, Tommy's um, thing that he explained last week kind of is a little bit different than that. He has one massive challenge group page going where there are obviously people interacting. They're all in challenges doing a program, but they're all interacting together with people on the page who might be doing insanity and everything else. But obviously there still is a group of people that started with, you know, that five people at the same time. So they'll know who those five people are and they can relate to that on that page. But he's obviously mixing multiple people and cycling them in and out of that page at 30, 60, 90-day intervals because obviously people are going to cycle out and they're going to be done with their challenge group and done with the program at some point. So he's running one massive group. That's one way to do it. I, right now, myself, you know, I've got two challenge groups run going right now, a third, possibly a fourth starting in January, and I'm still going with the principle of creating new Facebook groups for a like-minded group of five running the same program. I might shift my dynamic over time, especially after sitting around maybe at my game plan event in February talking to Tommy more in-depthly. But right now I'm still doing the separate Facebook groups for for five groups of people. Um, And my philosophy is obviously every 90 days my first group would drop off. I would close that Facebook group page down and at that point those five people would either a become coaches run their own facebook groups or b i add them to my customer facebook group page does that make sense yeah it does that's that's how i'm doing mine now like i said that's not the only way i have talked to some other coaches trina who are running challenge groups and they are mixing a little bit. When I say little bit, um, I've I've got some people running like a P90X Power 90 group because it's still Tony Horton. It still focuses on 90 days, so they're still kind of dealing with the same trainer. I've heard of people who, who are doing a Turbo Jam slash Turbo Fire because the reality of it is is you might get a group of five eclectic people who are at different levels. Some people might be ready for Power 90. Some people might be ready for P90X, but they don't have the ability to have enough people to start two five-person groups. So they're kind of mixing 
you know, the best of both worlds, but they're trying to keep at least the trainer the same. So, you know, I think that's a very good alternative. What I wouldn't do, you know, is obviously put a group of two P90X people, one Insanity people, and one, you know, um, uh, two uh, Turbo Fire people. I think that might be a little bit much, but, you know, obviously whatever works for, for people works for people. Right. My philosophy is just try to keep them, you know, in groups of five, you know, but the reality of it is it might be a little bit easier for some people than others, just depending on, you know, if you're following the five steps, how you're, you know, how aggressively are you doing those five steps? Are you sending new people out all the time? If you're sending, you know, two to five invites every single day, you know, Ron put this in perspective, I think it was last week, didn't you, Ron? Were you ready? Or maybe it was on the on Team Sparty. If you've done two... If you send out two step ones from Tommy Singh every single day for a month, that's 60 people um, that you're going to have the ability to invite to a challenge, you know, in the course of a month. And take 60 times 12 months, that's a lot of people you've invited. And I guarantee you, you will have six challenge groups together. So does that help? It does. Okay. Jason, anybody else got any other perspectives on on that? Yeah, <clears throat> the reason um, I feel that each by lim- trying to limit the groups to five people is that it makes it manageable for you. Um, yep. And it takes it takes the perspective of somebody that's been in a group trying to moderate a group that was unmanageable. Don't really understand that. And and as a new coach, you'd be like, wow, I wish I had 100 people and I could talk to all of them and sell all of them. But if you've ever managed a group of 100 people, it's chaos. It's like herding cats. It's not fun to do. So they've limited that to, like, the group of about 5 to 10 people. That makes it easier to manage. And the idea of putting people together in common groups helps them share amongst each other um, so that they're going to be more inspired to talk to each other because they're all doing the same thing on the same day. So those are both great perspectives. Tommy's perspective of keeping the same group for the entire 90 days and cycling people from month one to month two to month three and then out to either coaching or a client group, I feel is ingenious because people that are in the third month can help the people in the first month. So now you are managing 15 people, but the people within the group are helping each other. So I I really tend to be more towards that perspective. Now the, the argument of should I group people together in light groups I've got two different theories on. Number one, Tommy says put everybody in one group and they can all help each other. I think the best method is to have individual groups so that you're rotating people through on 60 or 90 day cycles. But then if you can't manage all the different groups and I don't expect everybody to do a, a, you know, 10 different groups, one for each product, is give the other people a way to different members of coaches on your team, you know, both above and below you. So this month I've invited <clears throat> 64 people. And if you want more successful business, just invite more people. I did 64 people in less than the last 24 hours. And, you know, I already have two confirmed folks from that um, in, in less than one day. So now the business is completely scalable upon the success that you want to have. So is anybody on this call going to object if I take the commission for somebody, but I put them into your group of Brazil Butlist, or I put them into your group of Slim and Six, in fact, from my perspective, I would even give you the commission. I just want to get more people into our team. But that's what I would say is recruit as many folks as you can. Either take the commission or give it away. 
and then delegate these people to different groups within our team. And if we can create a group on Team Sparty or Team Liberty that says, hey, I've got a P90 group and I'm doing P90X or my perspective is I'm going to host a Power90 group that also does P90X and P90X2 because I'm an expert in those products. I know how to help people with those products and then keep them all in the same group for two or three months. Then after three months, they cycle out to a coach group or to a client group. But um, I really feel that that method is, number one, um, manageable, repeatable, and then you get the different people in the different groups helping each other. Yep. I, I, I'm I, starting to really buy into that because I'm not sure if she's on the line or not, but like Christina Irwin, you know, I, I told her that I might have a Brazil butt left person to send her way just because I'm not an expert in that area. I, I haven't completed, I don't have any desire to do a full round of that where she has. You know, I have dabbled in all the workouts. I, I, I think that the tummy tuck is probably the hardest abs that Beachbody has out there next to 10-minute trainer. You know, so I do that one quite often, but the reality of it is I'm never going to do a full round of, of Brazil butt lift. I just don't move that way. But somebody on our team has done it, and she actually does very well with it. She has it part of her fit club. So I'm going to send people over there because, like Jason said, the ultimate goal is just to get people full of these, of these groups. So I can see really good value in that, Jason. I want to talk more on that. Yeah, we could do a whole other call on the best way to design those, and it's going to come from the personal preference at a lot. But I think, you know, if we can get people together in these groups teaching each other to coach, it makes it more manageable for us. It helps inspire other people. And, you know, like Jeff says, I don't necessarily want to be an expert in Slim and Six. There's way too many squats in there for me. But I do appreciate the fact that Slim and Six can build a woman's body in ways that Power 90 doesn't. So let me delegate that to Barbie or, you know, in, in our case, Christina Irwin or, or Christina um, Moore. Um, and that way, we're still building our own downlines, but yep. yet they're getting the best possible information um, from somebody who cares about the product in, in a more elaborate way. And so we have, you know, multiple people that are experts in some other program. That doesn't mean we have multiple groups. Who cares? But the idea, as Jason's saying, is, is you know, you, you – many possible groups going because don't just make one person wait because you're not comfortable running a BBL group or a Slim and Six. Send them over there. The, the idea is to get these people in a group, get them healthy and fit and moving on because that will ultimately build our team. Okay. Yeah. We actually did that because we had um, somebody doing a Slim and Six group and um, the other person had the P90X group, but she had somebody interested in Slim and Six, so she sent her over. Yeah. We've actually some of that too. Okay. That's exactly what he's just saying. But, you know, just to kind of get to your original question, you obviously have to do what you can manage. You know, that's just what I'm doing right now, but I can really see myself um, in time here. I might even do it with my January group, adopting Tommy's style slash what Jason just suggested here. Um, because not that I don't like running these individual groups, I'm just trying to, to be the most um, – I want to do it the most effective way possible to where, you know, we're getting more people into challenge groups as quickly as possible. So that means maybe creating a group like Tommy has where you have all kinds of people mixed in there. There's going to be people on the 90 days, like Jason said, it's going to be able to help both of people in the 30 days, you know. Um, and there's also going to be other P90X people in there that's going to be able to help them out just period. They're going to connect with who they want to in there. The idea is, is, it just makes it easier to manage one group and get more people, um, you know, plugged in there. You don't 
Tommy's philosophy means you don't have to have five people to just throw them in there. As you get a person, you know, you wait till the, if you only have two or three people, you wait till that thirty day, you know, every thirty days, and you throw them in there. Mm-hmm. So there's there's obviously going to be nuances that work for every coach, but I'm really starting to really dig Tommy's style there. You know, this business, one of the best keys is consistency. Jeff knows that from doing his fit clubs. You know, Barb knows that from her weekly emails. And the same is going to be true from this. So if you can invite people, like Ron's saying, every, you know, every day of the month and tell them the next fit group starts, you know, the first Monday of every month, then the consistency is going to be key there. And if they're not doing the particular program that you're best at, you refer them to the best person in your team, according to our new genealogy discussion, um, that's in your downline or, 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 or even sideline. But, you know, the best place that you can put people to generate more volume. And if you need to get that commission, by all means, you know, send somebody a power 90 person my way, take the commission, and I'll just throw them in the group. Amen. Okay. Is that good, Trina, that help you? Awesome. Okay, with that being said, are there any other questions? Uh, we, we are coming up on two hours, and I love this. I love the fact that like there's still nine people on. So we have people who are hanging around. They're digging this. I don't mind calls going long. Um, people that had a drop will probably pick up the recording. But uh, these calls have obviously been very beneficial because we're, we're going longer. we got questions. we got people interested. Anything else anybody's got for about any topic right now? Or does everybody just want to go to sleep? Okay. Jason, thank you, buddy. Um, I just want to take a second before we close here and wish everybody a very, very Merry Christmas. Have a great time. I don't want to see a lot of posting on the page at all on Sunday. Feel free to knock it dead on Saturday and Monday. But enjoy your families. Enjoy what what Christmas is about and, and um I don't want to see much posting on Sunday unless you just obviously got excited because you got something under the tree from Tony or Chris Beachbody. But uh, let's let's keep it about our families and enjoy Sunday. And, and I really appreciate everything you guys are doing for everybody you're helping and for the team. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Anything you want to say, Jason? Um, you know, that's definitely great perspective to put out there you know let's remember the reason for the season um that's definitely important and uh yeah ultimately i want to give thanks you know um that's the way i was brought up is give thanks and thanks to is and from you all providing me um a podium to speak from makes me feel important there's only two emotions to come from it's either love or fear and if you're operating from fear, you're not reaching your full potential. So the way to switch to love is remember a time in your life when you felt love or think about the results that you want for the new people that you're bringing into this. You know, the, the money that you want them to make or the fitness that you want them to achieve or the health benefits that you want to give. When you do that, it switches. Your contemplation comes out of your head and into your heart. And the other ways too is there's a lot of people that only come from the heart. So every once in a while, Think about, you know, when you got a nice paycheck or what it feels like to be financially secure. And think about the way that you have to be in order to achieve your goals. Number one, think about the goals that you want to achieve for the next next year and think about the qualities and traits that you need to possess in order to be there. Write that down and strive to achieve more of that every day. And then lo and behold, your goals become a, come to fruition. 
So thanks for the venue, and uh, go out there and rock it, man. Enjoy your Christmases, guys, but be warned. After Christmas, we are ramping up for 2012 from what Jason and I are previewing and seeing and being teased with. 2012 is going to be an amazing year, a huge year for Beachbody and a huge year for all your businesses. And It's going to be fun, 2012. Every year gets better. Good night, guys. Good night.